Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. Let's look ahead to the Denver Broncos and the Raiders on Sunday afternoon. Stokely will be in the Biggity Building. If you see him, say hello. I am going to be at home, locked in the command center. Stoke, love it. The love command it. That's center. not a bad place to be, Zach. <laughs> but I am. I'm excited about the opener. Excited yeah. about that environment. Everyone's excited oh. about it and the energy in the building. And I can't wait to see the the, the new the new Empower yep. field and what it looks like and the the additions and they'll have that um, big old screen. They'll have that big old American flag out there. Yeah, fly over. The, the parachuters falling down from the sky, which I hold my breath every time, convinced that something's going to go wrong. Uh, and then they come just, vroom, like, I'm like, wow, your wings are like four feet long. How are you flying? I don't know. Um, but that, uh, you, the, the pregame at the Broncos when they yeah. jump out of the plane. I know. But they're, they're not in like they're big wings. parachutes. They're, like, they're like real like miniature guys. So they can like, you'll see. Just What do you mean I'll see? I've seen. But I don't know. You're talking about their wings are so small. What, what yeah, are you they have talking like, about? They have, they have, they have wings. Yeah, they're not diving off those things and that yeah. little thing where you flap their wings. No, no that's how wings. they change their direction. They have these things that are connected from like their elbows to like their torso to like. <sighs> Let's do fill in the blank here. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we're live from Slattery's. We're looking ahead to 225 Mountain Time Sunday afternoon. Russell Wilson will look blank. In his first game in a Sean Payton-led offense, better. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the conservative route here, Zach. You'll <laughs> look better. Can't look worse, right? That's a good place. Uh, to start. He can't look worse. So I'm trying to start one and zero here. I like He's going to look better than what we saw last year. Um, and I, I, if that's not a win for me, then you know we're all in trouble. Then. Oh yes, we're in, we're should, in big big trouble. Should I mean, we be able to see like immediately in that first game competency that like th- this is just you remember week one a year ago week two we could tell it wasn't. Should we be able to tell okay this is a football operation here? Yeah, I mean we should, but look, I mean I don't want to like make a blanket statement here. Sure. And then we we you know week one doesn't go well and we're like we're down on Russ. Russ is done. Like no, I mean let's. I don't want to. I don't want to do that here. Right? It's uh, it's a long season. You can improve. It's still a new offense for Russell Wilson. It we got to remember that third folks. third in three years. Third in three years. That's not easy. Right? It's not easy. You're you're learning new verbiage, new language, all that stuff, and that's that stuff takes time. So. I don't want to. I don't want to go there and just say, man, if it's not good or uh, so much better, then you know we don't have a chance. Let's let's just see what it looks like, and then we'll 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 evaluate it and, and move on. But um, hopefully, it's better, right? I think that's where we need to start. The Broncos' running back that will finish with the most carries on Sunday will be. Give me Javante Williams. Look, I think he's ready. I think he's healthy. I think he showed that he's healthy. So guess what? He's going to play. Yeah. Now, he's not going to get 30 carries, but I'm expecting a, you over, know. Over under 13 and a half. Over. Over. I'm expecting over that. Um, and so I'm expecting him to have more carries than P. Ryan. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I think he gets a couple more. I think it's close to being right down the middle between those two. Um, but I think he's healthy, and they're going to use him. Uh, so I, I think he gets you know around 15 carries or so, and that would be ideal if he can. If we that means we're running the football effectively, yeah. And he's running the football effectively. Jerry Judy blank play on Sunday. He will. He will. 
Um, I think he will. Okay. There you go. I mean, I've kind of been like, let's not count him out. Let's not count him out. The news has gotten good for him. It's gotten better, and it's been um, it's been it's been good news. Been been heading in the right direction. Obviously, if he doesn't, you know, he told us right. I mean, you had the quote, uh, quotes earlier. Uh, it's, it's, he's going to go out there and see, and if he feels good, he'll he'll give it a go. If not, then then just wait. And, but I think the great news here, whether he plays or not, um, hopefully there's no setback. But he is really close. Yeah, really, really close. Yeah, that's the big point there. Here, here's what I hope doesn't happen. And I know I I'm gonna speak for you and most people here that he truly does listen to his body, as if no one was around and not seventy thousand people in week one ready to see him play. That's hard, man. I, I understand. That's hard. I, that, that's why I'm saying it. And it's first game of the year, that's man. Right, right. Look, and so um, I've been in those situations before, and I've and I've screwed myself. First week of the season, trying to just like do everything possible to get back out on the field. And, you know, you restrain your hamstring. You re-aggravate your high ankle sprain. I mean, just stuff like that because it's like that's the end-all, be-all. It's like you've got you to gotta show up and answer the bell week one, right? But it's just not the smart approach. And I think guys, um, you know, are, are more aware of that. Teams are more um, uh, conservative. And and the, and, the, and and the approach with guys now, uh, but still, it is week one. It's what you do, you know. I mean, we're, like week one of the season. Forget week two. This yeah. is it, you man. Yes. You're at home. Yes. Come on. Yes. So yeah, um, certainly, certainly. Uh, hopefully, that's not the case, though. All right. Uh, the thing that causes the most concern from the Raiders is Jacobs Crosby Adams law firm. There you go. Those three. Right there. If I gave you a magic wand and said, you will take one of these three away, who would it be? Wow. Wow. That's hard. Uh, but I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. He's been a Broncos killer. He's won his last seven, right? Um, never lost. He has never lost to him. He missed one game where the Broncos did win. But this guy, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo, if he can't turn around and hand it off, to Josh Jacobs and get positive yards and lean on that running game, Trouble. there's no chance that he goes out there and he dices the Broncos' defense apart. Just none. I would be shocked. So let, let me let me take let me remove Josh Jacobs from uh, their lineup and his uh, production. The Broncos' defense blank for a Jimmy G turnover on Sunday. They will, and if they don't, I'll be extremely disappointed. Um, but they will. They definitely will, Zach. Okay, and finally. On a Bud Light Football Friday, filling in the Broncos blank. The Broncos defender I'm most curious to see this weekend is... There's a few of them. You know, I can't wait to see Justin Simmons uh, and what he looks like. We haven't seen him in a long, long time, right? With the injury. Yeah, true. Um, I just want to let you know, you said Justin I'm asking you the most curious about. Yeah. And our engineer, Rock and Roll Brian, you said Justin Simmons. He goes, mm, oh, no. like that was a bad answer. Uh, no, no, that wasn't my answer. I'm okay. going through some names. Going through okay. some candidates. Yeah, of, of guys that I want to see. And then ultimately I get to my okay. my, my my answer. So tell Rock our, and Roll Ryan to mind about to veto you. Right. Um, <laughs> and then I look at Pat Sertan, like against Devontae Adams. Yeah. That's going to be a, yeah. a great matchup. How, how about our how about our young um, uh, big free agent pickup and Zach Allen? Ooh, that's going to be a good, a good one, one to watch, right? And so there's a lot of names out there that I'm looking forward to watching. But the one that the answer is Rock and Roll Brian. 
And let's see, give me a nod which way, uh, how you feel about this one, is Randy Gregory. Bingo. Randy Gregory. Oh, he gave me a, ooh. <laughs> right? Uh, is, but Randy Gregory, I, I'm excited about seeing him. He stayed healthy. He's had a healthy offseason. And I'm expecting him to have one of those turnovers against Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. Sack fumble. He will get on the board with a sack. I am going to look for his player props of sack over .5. Yes. And if it's there, yes. I will be on that. I will be about that action with Randy Gregory. I'm excited about seeing Randy Gregory on Sunday and excited about his season this year. Well, I'll tell you what. If he has a sack on Sunday and the Broncos win, it would be a nice little tone setter for my $5 flyer on Randy Gregory to win Defensive Player of the Year. The old... uh, the old boilerplate, five to win a 1,000. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Just That's good standard. odds. Yeah, we'll be fine. All right, uh, we're live from Slattery's Bud Light Football Friday, hanging out. Football is back in Slattery's Pub and Grill is your neighborhood sports bar in the Tech Center for every game every day. College on Saturday, uh, pro on Sunday. Tomorrow they're going to open up at 9.30 a.m. for CU in Nebraska. They open up at 10.30 on football Sundays. They serve brunch until 2 p.m. This is the place to be. New revamp. Television set up, more TVs than ever, and all the games are play, uh, played uh, on all the TVs here on Sunday, so you won't miss out on a darn thing. Okay, what are our favorite over-under win totals and props in the NFL this season? I have three. Stoke oh, has one. A guest has one. Hang tight. It's all coming up next. To Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. Well, I just heard the news today. News today. Seems my life. What's going to happen? It's going to change. I'll close my eyes. We are live at Slattery's. Begin to pray. Pray. Out of Bud Light Football Friday. Speaking of hitting. Oh my god. Speaking of speaking of ah. speaking of our guy. Friend of the show, Will Peterson from DenverSports.com with us on a uh what has turned into a Friday tradition. What up, Will? What's up, guys? Yeah. No one picked the buffs. Except for me. That's Except right. Except for you, you had a uh, you had a nice bet on the bus nice. money line. You, you just told everyone, so it's cool. You yeah. had a hundo. <gasps> nice bet. Hondo. You had a hundo. <laughs> she, she. No. Uh, with, with that little profit boost, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that for you. You've been on a, a, a heater in 2023. Um, Can't wait to pay taxes. <laughs> 2022 uh, was a good year for this show in this segment. Because literally, almost to the day, a year ago... Um, we did a little over-under segment and uh, gave out three NFL plays. Uh, Bears under, Vikings over, Bills over. Went three for three, okay? I have three more plays for 2023 that I feel pretty strong about. Um, Stokely, you have one. Will, you have one. I got two. You have two? Yeah. Okay. Let, let, let Let's me, just hope they don't overlap. Let me get us started. Let okay. me get us started, and you can give a quick thought on, okay. on, on, on what I'm thinking. Perfect. Uh, I am bullish on the uh, Cleveland Browns going over nine and a half wins and getting to ten. I don't know if they'll win the division. Not concerned with it. But I think they have the best defensive front in football. I think they have the best running back in football. Um, I think the, uh, the, the quarterback 
has uh, got that rust off, got all that massage oil out of his system. I think he'll be a better version of himself in 2023. Uh, you go back to 2020, everyone agreed that guy was a top-five quarterback. Football's really hard. It was going to take a while. I think the Browns will go over nine-and-a-half wins and win Ten. What do you guys think? I mean, that's a big number. That's a big number. But I, the way that you broke it down there, they should really have a good front. And they do. Nick Chubb is a stud. You know, can Deshaun Watson play better? You're in a tough, tough division. You really are. With Baltimore, Cincy, and um, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, right? Yep. I mean, that's a tough division. So uh, that, Any one of those teams could win it. I, exactly, exactly. That's one for me that I would stay away from uh, just because, it's, it's, to me, it's just a, it's a coin flip that could go south on you. I think Deshaun Watson is the most hated player in the NFL. I don't think there's a big debate on that. And I think that puts a little extra bullseye on his back every single Sunday. That's why I'm with Stoke. I would stay away from it. All right. Um, what do you got for us, Will? Guys, the Houston Texans, the last three years, they have gone 11-38-1. They haven't won more than four games over that stretch. All of a sudden, their over-under is at six and a half wins with a rookie head coach and a rookie QB. I understand D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and that whole era is going to get a lot better in Houston over time. At least it projects that way. Heck, the Broncos tried to hire D'Amico Ryans. But when you're telling me they haven't won more than four any of the last three years and you're going to put it at six and a half, I'm going to slam the under. Oh, I like it. I was just taking a peek at that thing, and I thought that was a surprisingly high number, right? But when you take a step back again, bad division. Bad, bad division that you're playing, and you got the Colts. That you're playing against, right? Mm-hmm. You also have um, the Jags, who are a much better team. But I and I don't know what you got uh, with the Titans this year. So um, you know, it, it's one of those. But that's still a big, big yeah, number. Yeah, but even you if think, you split seven, with the Colts and the Titans, that's only two wins. No, I I, I got you. I got you. And if you go zero and two against against yeah, um, the, the Jags, Jags, um, that's a, that's a big number. That's what I'm saying. I like that. I do like it. Uh, that was my one reservation. You look at their division, the AFC South weak division, but that's still a big number. To, that you got to go over with a rookie quarterback, folks. You know, yeah, uh, t- t- totally agree. Um, I-, I-, I like C.J. Stroud. I like their number one pick, Will Anderson. But that's, I mean, a new operation, rookie quarterback, first time head coach, losing culture. Do they win seven out of the gate? I'm with you. I- I'm I'm, I'm going to stay away from this. But if I were to play it, I'd be going under six and a half. I'm playing it tonight. Love it. Love so I'm, it. I'm in on that. I got one for y'all. Um, if if I can join the segment, of I, I, I like over unders. If I can um, join the segment, um, that would be that would what I need just everything Taylor. Right? You're a third. Just, you're a third wide around here too. <laughs> oh damn! Oh my God! How about this one? And this has something to do with the Broncos on Sunday. Jimmy Garoppolo over under passing yards for the season. Oh, set at thirty three hundred point five. I am going under on that. I just don't think he can stay healthy, folks, for the whole season. Right and um, and if he does, then you know he he might get over it. But you're you're, you're looking at it right. I mean, 200 yards per game. Yep. Uh, with that offense, and they're going to run the ball predominantly. But can he stay healthy? I am going under. Jimmy Garoppolo. 3,300.5 is one of my favorite prop bets. What do y'all think? I love it just from the health factor. And obviously there's missing time baked into that number, but not enough. Not enough. I I, I agree. Because if you're going over, you're betting on him to stay healthy for 
what is it? You said 3,300? 3,300. I mean, gosh, he's going to have to play 14 games to get there. And I, I don't believe that will be the case. I'm very bullish on the Raiders under, and his health is a part of it. So I'd go under there. What do you think? Yeah, Ed? no, I like the under as well there because he's going to chuck it to Devontae Adams, but that can only get you so many yards. I mean, outside of Adams... Hunter Renfro, what? He was a thing like two years ago, but he doesn't really scare you. Darren Waller's gone. I'm not really sure the the weapons that Jimmy G has, especially if teams are double-teaming Adams every play. So even if he stays healthy, Stoke, I don't yeah. think he gets to 3,300 based on the, the receivers alone. All right. Uh, we'll keep on moving the chains here. Another over-under I like is the Green Bay Packers over seven and a half victories. I think that division is wide open. I think they're going to see um, – Matt LaFleur, you're going to see the best of Matt LaFleur in terms of a play caller and putting a young quarterback in positions to be successful. I know that sounds like a press conference answer, but I truly mean it. They're not going to ask Jordan Love to do too, too much, maybe three, four times a game to make a big play with his legs or with his arm, but that offensive line is good. The running backs are good. I know they have question marks at receiver to open the season, but defensively, I think they're the best defense in that division. And, I mean, I, you know, the, the Lions may win the division. I don't need them to win the division. I, I need them to go 8-9. and nine. I think they will and cover that 7.5. I like it. I'm on that one, too. I had that one on my list. I like that one. Will? I love you, Zach, but, no, they're they're the worst team in that division. Wow. They will get fourth place in the NFC North. I see some friendly action. The Lions will win Wait, it. The Vikings what? will get second. The Bears will get third. And the Packers are dead last oh, oh, oh. in that division. You want some of that action? What do the Bears do better than the Packers? Uh, they have a better quarterback. They have better wide receivers. Do you want me to continue? Yes. Better defense is definitely Green Bay. Definitely. Better uh, offensive line, definitely better Green Bay. Better running backs is Green, Green Bay. Yep. Um, and they got two young receivers that I'm excited about this year. And they got a young drafted tight end uh, that I think has a lot of potential. Um, and so I, 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 I disagree with you there. Well, I, I, Green Bay it finishes in front of the Bears. And you're thinking of Luke Musgrave uh, from Oregon State. I'm thinking, of Luke. Tight end. I'm thinking of Lukey boy. Yep, that's uh, who I'm thinking of. Did you of. see my boy Justin Fields and DJ Moore in the preseason? It's going to be a dynamic duo this Just year. Just let me know yeah, if you want that preseason any of that energy action. in December. Yeah, we're doing a side bet here when we go to break. Justin Fields is ascending towards an eventual MVP in this league. Oh, you are MVP. Selling, oh. You are selling him. Josh so Allen short. hasn't got there, but Justin Fields will. Yeah. I said eventually. Russell Wilson hasn't got there, but, but Justin <laughs> Fields will. Um, hey, my last one, because I know we got to go here. This is my favorite one. Pittsburgh Steelers over eight and a half wins. Dude, that was my other one. I, I love their defense. I think Kenny Pickett is going to take a huge step year over year. Uh, obviously, very well coached. Toughest division in football, arguably. But I think they have the best defender in the sport. When he was healthy, they went eight and two with him. When he wasn't, they went one and six. I think it's everything. I love their uh, wide receivers. I love their tight end. I love the Pittsburghs. Yeah, a couple really good, right? Najee and company. I love the Steelers to get to nine wins this year. I'll go over eight and a half. Mike Tomlin, 16 years coaching the Steelers, never under 500. He would have to finish under 500 to not hit that. Yep. Spiking the football on the way out. All right, we're live here, Slattery's Pub and Grill on a Bud Light Football Friday. It's hour number three on a Friday, which means ZB's Friday Trivia Trove is coming up next. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. Hour number three on a Friday. Welcome to the jungle here 
at Slattery's Pub and Grill on a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. We started this segment last year during the Super Bowl week. Uh, we did Super Bowl trivia every week leading up to um, the game, the big game. And we had so much fun with it. We've done it almost every single week since. And during that period, uh, we picked up a third member. It's Will Peterson from DenverSports.com. And it's time at the end of a long work week to say those fateful words. Kistner, hit the music. All right. This is a Broncos week one question. Okay. The last time the Broncos beat the Raiders was the final week of the 2019 season. Okay, so week seven, 2019, that's the last time the Broncos won. There was one Broncos touchdown scored. Just one. The player who scored the touchdown spent four years with Denver, but that day was the only receiving touchdown of his career. He was a fullback who played at Texas. All right, so we're talking about the last time the Denver Broncos beat the Raiders was 2019. They scored just one single touchdown, oh, offensive touchdown. That's good. All right, they scored one touchdown, and they won 16-15. Okay, this was, uh, this was Drew Locke finishing the season. Wow. Okay, it was Vic Fangio was the head coach. Final score, 16-15 Broncos, but there was only one touchdown scored that day. The guy who scored the touchdown was with the team for four years, but that day was the only receiving touchdown of his career. He was a fullback. Fullback, Will. I know. Fullback who played for the Longhorns. Your mind goes Jano, but Jano's a cornhusker. Yeah, he's not a... He's a husker, and he would have been gone by then. Or maybe not. That would have been Broccolivo, 22 Janos. Mm-hmm. But it was not Jano. No, it wasn't. Who, what other fullback do we have on the on the roster? Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank here. I really have, have nothing for you here. I'm trying to think of Texas players, and I just I can't. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm out on this one, buddy. And, and do you have any guesses? Four years of Bronco. Right, so he was here for a while, he so was, we got to yep. know the name. Yes. That's the thing. It's like... You know, I was I was starting to think, oh, well, maybe it's a defensive tackle that played, you know, maybe, right. maybe jumped in at fullback that game and caught a little ball in the flat. But that's not the case. I mean, this guy was here for four years for a while, and he's a fullback. And here and here's here's a little bit more of a of a of a of a clue. He was here for four years, but that year was his first year. Meaning, so he was with the team for 19, 20, 21, and as recent as last year. Fullback from Texas caught a touchdown what, that day. What, the what, only what was the guy's name that caught that one-handed pass? Um, fullback. Oh, slash, Andrew Beck. Is that is he a fullback slash tight end? Yeah, maybe you're onto something with Beck. Um, that that would be the uh, the only thing I could think of because he was here for a while. But other than that, like, what literally what fullback? Like fullback, fullback? Did we have a true fullback? Did we have on this football team? Um, Again, my mind just goes to Jano, so I right. think Beck's as good a guess be as Jano. any. Right, I don't know if Beck played at Texas, but that's the only thing I can come up Unless you got something better. No, because I think you just pulled that one because of his hand. He played here last year and up in Seattle, the one-handed catch. I think we'll go with Andrew Beck. The correct answer on that fateful day, the last time the Broncos beat the Raiders, 16-15 in 2019, the only receiving touchdown of his career from Texas. It was Andrew Beck. Wow. 
Well, see, we Good wouldn't. Job, we, guys. Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to get it without that last hint um, that he played the last four years because I didn't know that Andrew Beck played at uh, Texas, and then your mind goes to, okay, well, this is last year's group. Group right. on this football team, you know, last year, and he he's considered a fullback slash tight end. So. Yep. All right. Good job, you guys. Way to Give talk Marshall it through, man. There. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get the credit for that. All right. Um, next question here on a Friday. Okay. Who am I? It's a who am I question. Okay. But the but the thing is not a person. It's a it's a place. Oh. Who am I? Can it be where am I? Who am I? <laughs> I like who, where am I? Who am I? Uh, uh, uh. Whoa, he's trying to come in here and tell you how to I know, it's, ask your question. Well, it's wow. a place. Wow. Who am I? I'm a Mountain West school. I'm a Mountain West school that can proudly say that Herm Edwards played here. Joe Gibbs played here. John Fox played here. Oh, Wow. John Madden was an assistant coach here. Brian Billick was an assistant coach here. Kevin O'Connell played quarterback here. And it was the first job in coaching Sean Payton ever had. It's got to be out on the um, West Coast. Let me reset it one more time. Who am I? I'm a Mountain West school that can proudly say that Herm Edwards played football here, Joe Gibbs played football here, John Fox played here, John Madden was an assistant coach here, Brian Billick was an assistant coach here, Kevin O'Connell, coach of the Titans, he played quarterback there, and once upon a time, it was the first stop in Sean Payton's coaching journey. Oh, this is a good one, Zach. Will? It's just Give me a, some Mountain West schools, brother. Yeah, That's I mean, what we got to do. It's a loaded resume. We know it's not Colorado State. Nevada, Fresno State. Uh, I, I like Fresno as an option. Yeah. I like that you as an option. You were thinking Cali. That's what made it pop to mind. Yeah, I like that as a um, as, as a candidate. Give me some other. It's not um, It's not Air Force. Who, who, what other options do we have here? Will, some other? San Jose State. Yeah, you got San Jose State. You've I got... just watched them play last weekend, and they were, like, interviewing Dick Vermeil a bunch. He has a lot of connections there. Dick Vermeil wasn't in that clue. Okay. So I'm going to rule out the Spartans. Okay. Any, um, any other uh, guesses there? Or teams, names? Like Utah West. State, the Aggies. I like that one. I like that one. Keep that one in your back pocket now. Okay, so we got Utah State. And who was the other one that you said? Fresno State. Fresno State. Okay, I like those two. Oh, I think we're on to something. But well, we know I, it's not CSU, Air Force, Nevada. Or we it's missed, not Wyoming. It's not San Jose State. It, it's not Wyoming, right? It's not. Um, oh, bro. What? Most famous Mountain West school there is. San Diego State. San Diego State is one. Um, I mean, that's like that's that's. I think that's where O'Connell played. The Aztecs. I don't know though. I don't know. Um, but I, I I think um, because Sean Payton coached Marshall Falk at San Diego State. The answer is San Diego State. 
The question was on the Mountain West School that could probably say Herm Edwards played there. Joe Gibbs played there. John Fox played there. John Madden was a coach there. Brian Billick coached there. Kevin O'Connell was the quarterback there. And it was the first stop in the coaching career of Sean Payton. It's the home of Marshall Falk and Kawhi Leonard. It's the Aztecs of San Diego State. Let's go. Great job, Good boys. Job. Great job, you guys. Remember when he wore that jersey? I did. I did. Yep. 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 No question. Uh, good recall, too, and attaching that moment at training camp to a trivia question a month later. Uh, really good job. Those are the those are the two questions I have today. Will, I believe you have one for us as well. Yes, sir. All right, we are going back to game one of the Peyton Manning era in Denver. Steelers-Broncos, September of 2012. Oh, my God, this is a deep cut. Yeah, well, your co-host was on the field, so that'll help. We think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Six players caught passes that game. I'm going to give you four of them. you got to give me the other two. Six players caught passes from Peyton Manning's in his debut. The late, great Demarius Thomas. Yep. Eric Decker. Brandon Stokely. And Jacob Tammy. Who were the other two who caught passes that night at Empower Field at Mile High? I'll throw to six receivers, DT, Eric Decker, Stoke, and Tammy. There was two other guys. They had one catch each. Joel Dreesen. Boom. Got it. Wow, good one there. Um, you, you don't even want to discuss it with your partner. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Like, you know, we're supposed to be teammates here, but like. Uh, I'm, I'm, I felt confident in no, that. No, no, go for it. I'm go sorry. For it. Go you're for right. it. No, you're uh, right. You're right. Got to be more collaborative. Uh, now, this one might be a little bit more difficult. I, I want to say, like, I want to go like Jacob Hester, uh, but I don't think he was on the football team at that time. Um, how about someone out of the backfield? You know, when you when you look at that, um, the backfield there that you had, you, you had um, uh, it was McGahee, Hillman, and Noshan. So um, you have those guys out of the backfield. Thinking receiver-wise, it was really just us three. So probably not a receiver. Was there a second tight end there? Well, Joel and Tammy. Oh, Joel, I'm sorry. Yep, and that's Tammy, right. So that's right, that was right, the two right, tight ends. There, yep. So now let's go to running backs, and, and you know, unless it was like a, you know, Mitch Unrine out of the backfield, right? That like, oh gosh, never saw this one coming. Um, I'm thinking it might be a running back here, Zach. Uh, and who would that running back be though? Because Noshan really, um, you know, he took over that role at, at like midway through the season and really became, you know, a big part of it. But early on. Um, I want to say it was more uh, like McGahee, and uh, I don't, I don't remember um, Ronnie, but um, it was really, it was mainly those two. So I'm thinking running back, uh, but it could be, could be Noshan got in there on third down and made a play, um, but uh, I don't know. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. What are you thinking? I have, I have Willis McGahee. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, we talked it out. Yes, Let's, I like that. Let's go with it. Willis McGay, he had one target that night. Oh, he had man. zero catches. Dang. The player is a wide receiver. Oh, he is. And oh, you've wow. not said his name. Okay. As you have well, I'll guess it now. Um, is it Matt Willis? There you go. Matt Willis. <laughs> you. Dang. Well done. Dang. I would not have thought uh, it would have been another receiver um, that, that did it. I thought it would have been a running back. That's That was a really good one. That was a really good one. Wow. All right, Will, thanks. Great job. Yeah. As always, that was fun. Appreciate it, guys. A lot of fun. Will Peterson, DenverSports.com. It is time. It is time. 
like the UFC guy who, who caught who, the first third down in that game. Was. Oh, listen to you, jeez. I don't remember. Oh, there's the shoehorn of the hour. I caught Peyton's uh, first third down pass for our Broncos Raiders prediction and our season prediction for the Broncos. That's coming up next. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. When the clock hits zero at Mile High on Sunday afternoon at uh, about, I don't know, about 5.30 in the evening, will the Broncos start 1-0? Will the Broncos be in first place in the AFC West heading into week two hosting Washington? Maybe so, following that Chiefs loss um, last night to Detroit in primetime. It's time, Stoke. I mean, we have walked our way. Day by day, by day, day by day, up until this point, to give the prediction for the Denver Broncos season and the prediction for the Raiders tone setter on Sunday. Where do you want to start with the game or with the season prediction? Um, we can uh, whatever whatever direction you want to go. I, I'll start with the game. Okay. So let's let's go with this game. I think most people that have rocked with us you know, um, a lot, or this year. I mean, they know where I where I stand on this, right, and and how I feel about the Raiders. And uh, I was all over it last year or two years, and then our quarterback got hurt, unfortunately, right, and I didn't change my prediction. Um, I stuck with it, and unfortunately it didn't work out for us. But um, it's going to happen, Zach. Uh, it is the Raiders, and – they can get out of that hell hole that is Oakland and try to go to the bright lights of Vegas, but they are still the Raiders, okay? And they're coming to town for the first game of Sean Payton era. Hell hole. Um, uh, oh, it's, I, I would have used uh, other words that fit it better, but, you know, can't do that. Um, so uh, you follow me? Loud and clear. And that's that's what it is, um, and it's 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 an awful place. So Oakland, uh, yes, Oakland, awful, awful place uh, to play football, <laughs> oh, and, and and bad fans too, bad oh, fans. Oh, my uh, tell you, bad fans, yeah. I, like you think I'm gonna forget? You know, change rain uh, raining down from the stadium, beer cans being chunked at our buses. You know, in the ASC championship game. No, no, they're bad fans, bad bad people, um, and that's uh, and they will pay the price. It doesn't matter if it's Oakland or Vegas. The Broncos are going to bust out a can of whip ass <laughs> on Sunday to open up the Sean Payton, Russell Wilson era. And uh, Josh Hurricane McDaniels will not forget this one. It will be a beatdown come Sunday. Broncos roll 32 to 13. Wow. So the Denver Broncos are going to score in the 30s, and the Raiders are going to be held to 13. Wow. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think we'll be excited regardless, you know, w- with a win. You-, you beat your rival for the first time since 2019. Get started 1-0. Looking ahead, as you're a favorite week, too. Like, you can start really having some fun with it. But if you beat them down, we have not seen a lot of Broncos blowouts here. 
Yeah, we really haven't. Uh, they are have been few and far between. And if that's the tone setter of the season, man, um, you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to uh, extend your imagination too far, though. This is the game the Broncos should win. They should. They should win this football game. They have a better roster. They have a better coach, and they should have. They should have a better quarterback. All right, I'm not 100% sure on that yet. Got to see what it looks like uh, in the Sean Payton offense. Um, I got the Broncos winning this game. I got the Broncos uh, uh, at home week one where they have the best winning percentage in NFL history hosting week one games. The Raiders are not in game shape. How could you be in game shape if you haven't played a game yet? And now you're going to be asked to come into altitude where the Broncos have been training for the last two months. What a distinct natural advantage for Denver, in addition to having better players, I think. Um, So I got the Denver Broncos winning in a way that the Denver Broncos often win, and that's close and low scoring. I got the Denver Broncos winning 19-16 in walk-off fashion as Will Lux Lux hangs three to win the game, and everyone goes home happy with a Broncos victory. Like KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Very similar. Just like, Very just like similar. that walk-off. Yes. Like, Will Lutz, baby, yes. I love it. Lutz with the walk-off yes. for yes. the win. Validates Sean Payton going up to pick him up yes. and making the move to get him. I love it. It doesn't matter how it how it happens. Me, I got it 32-13. You got it 19-16, a little bit closer game. Either way, we'll be thrilled. Um, and uh, just looking forward to the opener. It's here, Zach, and it's going to be exciting. And hopefully it starts off with, with a W, yep. and we can keep that momentum going. I mean, we've talked about it. It is, it is pretty much if you want to do anything this year, anything at all, um, uh, you, you, you got to win this football game. Yeah. All right, uh, real quick, let's give our uh, season prediction. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, you know, I, I, I'll go first. I, I look at the season as, you know, you got to get off to a fast start. There's so many unknowns here. A lot to be accomplished. You're playing in a, a tough division. You got the Chiefs and the Chargers ahead of you, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it just doesn't happen overnight. Just because you got Sean Payton here doesn't mean you're going to win 10 games, folks. That's not the way it works. So I think there's a process here. He's laying the foundation down, right? There's a culture change. There's a foundational change here with Sean Payton. Um, I got him winning eight games this year, eight and nine for the Denver Broncos. Wow. Okay. Uh, eight at the most. I, I don't think I don't see them getting to nine. So it could be a seven, uh, seven, seven or eight win Which football is team. Which is uh, it? I, I told you what it is. Yeah, but, but I you started just putting but, the toothpaste back in the tube. I, I, seven I don't wins think or eight I wins. told you. I told you it's eight wins. But I, I was just I was just giving a little bit extra there for the okay. people that like to line you up. That was I'm not waffling on my prediction. I didn't go eight or nine wins. I went seven or eight. I went eight, and then I said mm. it could be seven. So if you're leaning which way to go on the over under or whatever, they, I'm not, I don't think they can get to nine wins. Okay, yeah. Zach, is that all right? Can I do that? So you got them at eight and nine, just to be sure, because you said a whole lot there. Eight and nine, is that right? Eight and nine okay. is okay. what I got them at. Okay. Um, similarly, I think the Broncos will be a more competent operation. I think Sean Payton is worth two games on your schedule. I really do. I think he's worth two. And I think Russell Wilson will play better football, and he'll undo one of his losses that he was had the heaviest hand in a year ago. So now you're winning three more games than you did a year ago. How many did they win last year? I think it was five. They won five. Okay, so yeah. before you started uh, uh-huh. giving your fence okay. ride and take, I, 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 went, I, I wrote down eight and nine. I wrote down eight and nine. I think this is an improved football team. 
I think they're going to show growth plus three games. That's legitimate growth, and we go into next season optimistic. Um, don't know what's going to happen at quarterback, but I don't believe in Russell Wilson enough to say that this game, this operation is going to win more games than they lose. I think Sean's worth two games, but Sean, is, his days of throwing the football are done. Okay? Um, I just I think the Chargers have better players. I think Kansas City has better players. I do think the Broncos beat Kansas City this year. At one point, I do. They'll win one of the two games, and they're improved, and we're optimistic. But at the end of the day, uh, they win one more, or they lose one more game than they win. I got them at eight and nine. As okay, well. all right. I mean, at least we're heading in the right direction. Here, yes, right. I yes. think that's the way to look at it here. More competitive, much more uh, competitive football team than last year. All right, our Broncos pick, powered by King Super's hometown grocer, hometown team, the official grocery sponsor of the Denver Broncos. D Mac, what's up, man? I got a thirty to seventeen Broncos. Okay, so we're, so we're very similar, me and you. I got a 32-13. Yeah, I got a 28-13. 28-13, oh, that's what you got? That's it's Nate. Jackson. It's Nate, that's yeah. Nate. Yeah, Scrappy Nate. Scrappy, hey. Hey, 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 hey 28-13. Hey, what'd you say? <laughs> tell, my bot, tell my guy down on the corner. 28-13, I got it. <laughs> hey, uh, Matthew Willis is the answer to another awesome Broncos trivia question. Kind of a weird way to work it. Matthew Willis is the answer to another awesome Broncos trivia question. Can you think of what the question is? Wow. Um, no, I, I, I can't. I mean, the receiver that uh, Peyton Manning cussed out when he ran the wrong route against the Chargers in 2012. Ouch, I didn't know that, but I'll take <laughs> your word for it. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just give it to you. He was one of two receivers to catch a pass from Tim Tebow in the infamous two-reception game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. The other was Eric Decker catching the touchdown, but Willis wow. was the other one. Love it. And there's Love not it. a lot Good of football ga- player. Uh, yeah, and part of a couple of – that was a great trivia question beforehand, too. So we all got the Broncos winning. Is that right? Look at yeah. this. We yeah. all got the Broncos winning. That's, that's right. That's the way it looks. Hey, does that game deserve an asterisk last night, like Mike Tirico suggested, because uh, Kelsey and uh, yeah. Jones weren't playing? Oh. Yeah, we're going to give them an asterisk no for that one. one. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, no like one the, cares. Do, do the Broncos have asterisks for you know their injuries that they had? No, we weren't giving them a free pass. So you don't get free pass in the NFL. This is the way it is, right? This is part of of why it's tough to be successful and, and continue to have success. And Nate knows this is injuries happen. You have to overcome them. No one feels sorry for you. And just because Travis Kelsey wasn't there and Chris Jones is holding out, who cares? Either you get it done or you don't, and they just weren't able to get it done. Uh, but but no excuses, no explanations. So, so you think Draco stepped in a little bit? I don't know about that. I just think he's wrong. I mean, it's a bad take. You know, it's just a bad take that you don't get passes for injuries. You just don't. Hey, Jerry Judy doesn't play on Sunday and the Raiders win. We won't be saying, hey, the Broncos deserve a pass. You know, it's like go go figure it out. Um, Everyone has injuries. How far back can a right tackle line? Can he line up behind the quarterback? That was ridiculous. (laughs) It was was just absolutely ridiculous. And he was false starting. Every time. It seemed like every time. It was just absolutely ridiculous how incompetent those referees were on simple things like that. You can't give that much of an advantage to the right or left tackle. Those guys always try to cheat uh, back a little bit. But as a ref, that guy's got to be held more accountable than that. You're giving him way too much of an advantage. You give him one warning. That's what they usually do. Like, hey, buddy, you need to move up a little bit. And then you just start throwing flags on him. That was absolutely ridiculous. And it's a bad look for the league when you let that guy line up and then continue to false start like he did. Just hey, awful. Hey, Stoke, do you think Collinsworth had a point, though, that the Detroit Lions coaching staff had to be more on those refs to, to, so they would be uh, absolutely. paying attention absolutely. to it? Yeah. Right. So, you, yes, you have to make more of a fuss about it so now the refs are absolutely uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing. No, absolutely. Sometimes you have to do that. Quick one, last one. Quick last one before you guys get out of here. Appreciate the extra time. 
Is there anything in life that you would feel so strongly about that you would glue your feet oh, to gosh. the ground like These the protesters people. did at the <laughs> U.S. <laughs> Open? Is there anything in life you would feel that strongly about you would glue your feet to the ground? No, I mean, like, maybe maybe in Louisville at the, 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 at the Bourbon Tour or something, you know, maybe that. I'd, I'd do that. That's that's about it. I mean, these people. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I might do it for the Packers win total. <laughs> <laughs> for the Packers to, win total. I have to give it more thought. Uh, like, get that glue out. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, guys. Y'all have a good weekend, guys. Later, boys. Later.